One's a movie buff. One watches movies just enough. Together, fun will be had by all. This is Nadine Katie at the Movies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another brand new episode of Nadine and Katie at the Movies. I'm your host, Nathan, a.k.a. Nady, of course. And with me, as always, on this journey of movies and more movies is my good, 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 good friend, Katie. Hi, Katie. How are you? Hey, Nathan. I'm just getting my lunch ready. Is that why you sound so far away? Oh, yeah, yeah. I just got to get the microwave going, as any good stay-at-home mom would do, microwavable meals. You couldn't have done that before we started recording? Hold on. Well, while Katie's uh, getting her food ready, I guess we can jump right into what we're going to be talking about today, and that is the Super Mario Brothers movie. (laughs) And I'll go right into the synopsis. A Brooklyn plumber named Mario travels through the Mushroom Kingdom with a princess named Peach and an anthropomorphic, that's a fun word, mushroom named Toad to find Mario's brother Luigi and to save the world from a ruthless fire-breathing Koopa named Bowser. This movie stars Chris Pratt as Mario. Chris Pratt, of course, is in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies and Lego Movie 1 and 2. Anya Taylor-Joy plays Princess Peach. She was in Queen's Gambit and The Witch. And Charlie Day plays Luigi. He was in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And he was also in the Lego movies. He played the spaceship. The astronaut who always wanted to play build spaceships. But this movie also has Jack Black as Bowser. This movie also has Keegan-Michael Key as Toad. And... I did not. I figured he was in this, but I wasn't sure who he voiced. Charles Martinet, who is the original voice of Mario in the video games, he plays Mario's dad. I didn't realize that's who he played. When he, he has like a small speaking line where he says something that the other Mario says, and I was like, "Wait, that sounds exactly like the the game." See, I was thinking. I don't know if that means is, is that the guy that was in the restaurant with them at the beginning. I don't think so, but I do remember it's like later on, like maybe like sitting at the table with his family, like it's someone in his family when they're having to sit down. Well, yeah, it's it's his dad. It's his father. Well, Nathan, that was a good synopsis. And yes, the whole it's not like I don't even know that you would call anything Easter eggs. Like there's no such thing as an Easter egg if this whole thing is based on the video game of Super Mario and all its varying variants. So before we get into the reviews, I want to ask you a question. What was the first, like, what is your experience with Mario? I mean, I've played almost every single Mario game. I don't think I've beaten any of the Mario games because they're crazy long and lots of levels, but I have played every single one. And I don't think he ever started talking until N64 when it came to the N64. That's when Mario started to have his, you know, iconic Italian plumber. And it's funny because I think the games are the only games that he where he is an Italian plumber. So you have the horrible 90s, late 80s, early 90s live action Mario movie with Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo. That movie was terrible. And they are Brooklyn plumbers. There's also a live action TV show for kids where they were also Brooklyn plumbers. And so 
I thought it was interesting that people were so upset when the first trailer came out and it's Chris Pratt playing Mario. People were already upset about that, but they were upset that he didn't sound more like the video game Mario. And I thought that was interesting because every movie TV show based on the Mario brothers has always been a Brooklyn type Mario. Well, and yes, he has a very distinct voice and he, you know, it comes across the personality of his voice comes across. I didn't have any problem with Chris Pratt's voice. And I think if everyone who says, oh, it's not as authentic Mario, can you imagine listening to an hour and a half of that voice? (laughs) Like, let's get the my brother. Come on. We have to go to the Mushroom Kingdom and get the Bowser. I mean, yeah, that would get kind of... I wouldn't take it seriously. I wouldn't be sad when he's sad. I wouldn't be excited when he's excited. But I think it was important that they included the little phrases. Like every once in a while, he would turn on the accent. And I I do think that it would be a t- terrible choice to not incorporate his phrases and with the accent. Well, and I also thought it was kind of funny at the beginning that they opened up with a Mario and Luigi commercial. And in the commercial, they're doing like the typical Italian plumber accents from the video games. I thought that was fun. That was a good, you know, hey, this is what the whole movie could have sounded like. So I wanted to share, too, my video game experience with Mario. I played, I didn't have Nintendo 64. I was in the PlayStation 2 realm, but I only ever played Mario on my Game Boy. So like personal right there in my face, not like up on a screen with controllers. But that was my experience. So some of the things that were maybe newer aged Mario, I was not like the cat costume where he's like flying around. I had no idea what that was or the squirrel thing. But I I also have played Mario Kart, the game. So Rainbow Road was really cool. And Super Smash Bros. Classic. That was like the one game when we got together as friends. Everybody wanted to play Super Smash Bros. together. Well, and that and that is what you would call an Easter egg when they did the cat costume and when they did the raccoon and he fly, he's flying with the tail. You know, those are obviously nods to the classic video game on Nintendo. But this was just a fun movie and it's definitely a kid's movie. And I say that for multiple reasons. There wasn't really anything like adult joke wise in this movie that I can think of. And also the pacing of this movie was super fast. But I don't want to dive too much into that because then I'll start talking about my likes and dislikes. So before we talk about our likes and dislikes, let me tell you a little story about what happened when my wife and I went to go see this movie. So we well, decided your wife went with you first. Yeah. Of all. So we had like a day date. You know, we had um, my family watch the kids. And so we went to this theater, which isn't close to us because it's one of those dine in AMC theaters. And so we were like, hey, let's go on a day date. Let's have some really fancy schmancy concessions. So we drove almost an hour away to go to this theater. We ordered our food in advance because they bring it right to you. And so we go inside. And so we're sitting and we're sitting and the movie's already started and we're sitting and we haven't gotten our concessions and we're sitting. And this guy comes up and he has this bottle of water. And he hands it to me and he's like, bottle of water. I'm like, yeah, I got a bottle of water with my concessions. And so, hey, it's a, it's a Anna. Anna's in here. So yeah, he hands me this water bottle and I'm like, okay. And then we never got our concessions. We drove all the way to this place to get the fancy schmancy concessions. 
And then I went to the front desk and they're like, yeah, we're like an hour and 30 minutes behind. Which is how long. Yeah. Apparently they were short staffed, which, you know, that's just how it is nowadays. And how do you you an hour and a half behind on, on food? Well, and here's the thing, like people who came in after us got their food. And I'm not saying like, I don't know when they ordered their food, whatever, but yeah, I, so I got my money back except for the water bottle because I actually got that. So yeah, that's what happened when we went to go see this movie. So it didn't really, you know, decide whether I liked the movie or not because I wasn't super upset because I wasn't crazy hungry. So I was okay. So let's go back to the movie. So Katie. Oh, exactly. The movie's the important part here. But yes, the movie I, is the I, important I, part. I could probably that. cut that entire story out of this episode. Whatevs. It sounds like you still like the movie. I also found this to be a fun movie. I don't think I could rank it at the same level as Dungeons and Dragons. I also somewhat, I don't disagree that it's a kid's movie. It's definitely fast paced and visually stimulating. There, I thought about like if I needed to bring my two-year-old and like put his headphones on if I like, was going to have to. But in the trailer, there's even a part where Donkey Kong is just like beating the snot out of Mario, like just smacking him in the face. And I was like, mm, this is a little violent. I don't think I want my kid to watch that. But for the most part, there's only a few little scary scenes with the skeleton Yoshi things. So maybe not like a young, young kid. But I think the reason this movie was so successful not just in our opinion, but overall, is because it was such an intergenerational movie. You could be a young kid and enjoy it, and you could be someone our age or even older when those Mario games first came out. So it's 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 a way to be childish, but not so childish that I thought, I feel weird as an adult coming to see this without a kid. It was definitely a very funny movie. Like I found myself cracking up laughing a bunch of times, like laugh out loud laughing. I'm going to bunch two of my likes together. I think one of my favorite characters is jack black as bowser and the reason i say that is mostly because of one little part and it's when he sings the song about princess peach i cracked up laughing because it's jack black so jack black of course has to sing in this movie and he sings this random song about princess peach because obviously in the games they always make bowser out to be just like this bad guy who just randomly kidnaps the princess But in this movie, they explain that he's actually in love with her and he steals this star that will give him like ultimate power. And he wants to show Princess Peach that he got this star to make her fall in love with him, blah, blah, blah. So there's this random ballad that he sings about Princess Peach. And I just was cracking up laughing. I think everyone in this movie was perfectly cast as their character. And that's going back to talking about Chris Pratt's Mario voice. It does not sound like Chris Pratt, in my opinion. It does not sound like Chris Pratt. And and going back to the trailer, because you know how trailers, they trick you. They trick you sometimes. In the trailer, he says a line like, Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. Right? And he does not say that in this movie at all. At any point does he say that line. And that line alone made people cringe because they said it sounded like too much Chris Pratt. And it kind of frustrated me that he didn't say the line at all. Because again, that's what made everyone so anti this movie at first because of that one line. I'm sure this is part of the whole marketing that they send out the trailer, things that people don't like. They're like last minute, maybe tweak, take apart. Maybe they 
added that intro where they do a different voice at the beginning because they were worried after making the film. Um, I'm, I totally agree with you. I think all the casting was great, especially Luigi. I'm going to be a little bit, I'm going to disagree with you and probably a lot of people. Jack Black, I love, but I don't like the way he sings. It's so much, it's like, it's too much. And it's too, you, you want to talk about Chris Pratt being too Chris Pratt? Jack Black was too, like when he starts singing, it's exactly Jack Black. I, I forget, I don't even feel like I'm watching Bowser anymore. And I didn't like that. The song Peaches, I thought there was going to be big lead up. I thought I would enjoy it more because fun fact, it's actually eligible for winning an Oscar. Like it could fit in the category of potentially winning an Oscar. That's ridiculous. The song was not clever. I didn't really laugh at it personally. It was kind of that annoying Jack Black voice. Did not like that. I thought Bowser, when he was not trying to be Jack Black, was great, but mm, didn't like that. I want to tell you my favorite character, though. Speaking of the funny parts, I had to look up this character because I had no idea what it was. I didn't recognize it from when I played Mario. But do you remember the scenes with it's that little like water droplet looking thing? And they when Luigi gets captured and goes to jail, there's this like little water droplet voiced by like a kid. And it kind of reminds me of that girl from Pitch Perfect where she like speaks under her voice and says creepy, dark things. It's the same thing. So it's like a little child voice saying, we're all going to die in an imminent death. So you thought that was funnier than Jack Black singing the song Beaches? 100%. Yep, yep, yep. Some other things that I liked, the Rainbow Road scene, the scenes where him and Donkey Kong are actually going through what would look like the Mario game where they're jumping on the blocks. There's another part where Peaches takes him through an obstacle course and does the same thing. But there's a specific one with Donkey Kong and Mario, and they are trying to get to the castle to go save Luigi. And I mean, it felt exactly like the game. They are going through these obstacles to get to their goal. It had all the sounds and the music of the game. It really sucked me in. Those were some of my favorites. Same with the Rainbow Road. It just was so nostalgic for me. And that's one of my likes, too, is how nostalgic it was. So like you said at the beginning, this movie is one big Easter egg. Because especially with the Donkey Kong and Mario part, where it's, they're basically fighting on a on the obstacle course where they have the original Donkey Kong game with Mario trying to go up and get the princess, whatever. Because apparently in that game, Donkey Kong wants the princess too. Everybody wants Princess Peach. It was a very fun moment. And like you said, with the Rainbow Bridge taking us back to Mario Kart and then actually using the weapons and the shells and the fun stuff. And it was just... It really was a fun time. I'm going to go right to my dislike, though. I felt like this movie was way too fast. And again, I get it. It's a kid's movie. But there's like a moment where it was kind of slow at the beginning. And then once they go to the Mushroom Kingdom, it's like everything happens really fast. And of course, they win. And that's the end of the movie. Boom. Okay. So question, would you shorten or sorry, would you shorten the plot and take some parts out? Or would you be okay watching this movie that's two two hours rather than an hour and a half? It's interesting because I, I still don't think it makes the movie a bad movie. I still think it's a fun movie. It just like by the end of the movie, you're like, whew, that was a lot of information in a very short amount of time. But that doesn't take away from anything. I don't think I would take anything out. It's not like John Wick Chapter 4 where I would have taken out, you know, Winston walking in the art gallery for four hours. It's nothing like that. There weren't scenes that were, you know, whatever. There's a scene where Peach is like, 
Toad, you stay here. And there could have been like a really emotional moment where they kind of like going back and forth and him explaining in detail why he wants to stay and why he wants to help her. So it's like, Toad, you stay here. No. Okay, let's go. That's basically what it felt like. There's also another moment where Donkey Kong and Mario are in the belly of a fish and uh, they're fighting, they're bickering about, you know, their, their families and stuff. It's like a really short argument. I guess I would say maybe make some of the argument emotional parts a little bit longer instead of it like, I don't like you. I don't like you either. Well, we need to get out of here. Okay, let's be friends and get out. I think we have very different opinions on this movie, unlike the last movie, because I would say I don't want all that emotional backstory. Kind of like you used to say about Star Wars. I don't really want to know the backstory of Luigi and Mario. I don't want to know their childhood. I don't want to know how Peaches ended up in this world. I don't want to know what made Bowser bad. I don't want to know any of that stuff. It's a magical world. I don't need to know why the mushrooms do what they do. I think you're kind of confusing what I'm saying. I'm not saying I need like super serious moments. I'm saying that some of the moments could have been still funny and like maybe a little bit more of an argument between Donkey Kong and Mario, like a funny argument. I'm not saying like my dad hates me and uh, he never loved me even since I was a little, a little Donkey Kong. Yeah, I know. My dad didn't like me either. Even before I was a plumber in Brooklyn, we had a hard life when I was a little kid. I can't believe I've always only had my brother because they kind of dive into that because Mario and Luigi have this saying, we'll always be okay as long as we're together. Like they are, they already had that emotional background between Mario and Luigi. They kind of dove a little bit into where Peach came from because she's probably a human just like Mario. And so they kind of dove into that. So I'm not saying I needed more of that. I'm just saying some of these scenes could have been a, been a little bit longer and it could have been a little bit longer, even comedic wise. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. But I'm also, again, I concede to the fact that this is totally geared towards kids, but adults will like it too because of the nostalgia purposes. But like the set design and all that, all that stuff brings you back to the old games. And then the characters themselves and the humor is for the kids. I agree. So I have two two more big topics that I'd like your opinion on and want to share mine. One of them is the music. I feel like the music that had that was pulled from the games, all those classic dun, 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 the way that they incorporated it into the songs, it wasn't the exact thing. It was kind of amped up. Loved that. Disliked the incorporation of actual like songs, like 80s rock songs. It felt very weird. I felt they were out of place sometimes. I would agree with that. I think some of it is because Jack Black was in the movie. And so some of his like had heavy metal music and stuff that fits Jack Black's actual person. And so I think that had something to do with it. And I don't I don't know why they made the 80s song choices that they did. It I wouldn't say it took me out of the movie and I wouldn't even say I didn't really like it. But I will say I agree that it was random, but I, I don't think it I don't think it's enough for me to say that it's a dislike because I, I like 80s rock music. So I was kind of like bobbing my head to it a little bit because I enjoy that music. But yeah, I do think it doesn't really fit because I'm trying to think of when the first Mario game was made. Was it in the 80s? Possibly. Let's somebody fact check. Yeah, somebody fact check that. But if that I mean, that could be the case. They're trying to give the 80s feel. But I don't think it really fit in a kids movie. Kids movie in a magical land. 
80s music just doesn't necessarily go that for, for in my opinion. Also, just quick likes. I liked that Peaches was not just the damsel in distress the whole time. Although some people might say, hey, that was the whole point of the games was saving Peach. So I don't know if it's just like we don't want the woman to be the damsel in distress, so we're not going to let her be saved. I think it was important that they saved Luigi. I know a lot of people were annoyed that Luigi and Mario were separate the whole time, but somebody had to get captured. And then another really big thing, I guess my overall biggest critique, because although I did enjoy the movie, I didn't walk away from that movie feeling like there was anything but nostalgia. Had I not ever watched Mario before, had I not been a child and liked all the crazy scenes, there was like no real plot that kept me coming back. Like, I don't think that that was a very well done plot personally. And I think the only thing that carried that movie was nostalgia for me personally. Well, I think some of the storyline was that he had a dream to save the, well, first it was save Brooklyn and then it was to save the world. And that's what happened. That kind of gave a little nod back to the live action terrible movie where their their goal was to fix this big plumbing problem in brooklyn and they just happened to step into the mushroom kingdom so even though it wasn't the mushroom kingdom anyway we're not going to talk about that travesty but i do think that that little scene where mario and luigi go into the sewer and they find you know the giant pipes i think that was kind of a nod to the live action movie so looking to the future for Super Mario, I th- if you stayed for the mid credit scene and the post credit scene, mid credit scene was just more of that terrible Peaches song. Uh, but then the post-post-credit scene was a little small moment where you see Yoshi, the Yoshi egg kind of starting to crack in the real world. So, you know, implying like, hey, Yoshi is a really beloved character. Maybe this will be in the next movie. So my question to you now would be, is there a future and what is that future? My personal opinion I don't really want to see more. I don't feel like they left many characters out that were like, ah, I wish they had another movie to see blah, blah, blah. Maybe Yoshi, but is there enough here to do multiple movies, a trilogy, TV? You just haven't been following along with everyone talking about this movie because now everyone is hoping because, you know, nowadays everything has to have a universe, a a connected universe. People are really hoping that they start making more Nintendo movies based on other nintendo characters because i don't know if you know this when they made the live action mario movie it was so bad that nintendo decided to no longer allow movies based on their characters to be made for 30 years this cartoon is the first nintendo based movie in 30 years and it did amazing so now nintendo has a decision to make Obviously, they're going to make more of these movies. There's no question. They hinted at Yoshi. It did amazing in the box office. It it made over $300 million in, I think, the first couple days. So, That's fair. Yeah, I did. It broke all these records. Like the highest grossing cartoon, highest grossing video game movie. Yeah, so there's no question that they're making more of these movies. The question is now, is Nintendo going to be like, okay, maybe we can make a Zelda movie. Maybe we can make a Kirby movie. And now the whole hope is if they do that, that they make all these separate movies and then they bring them together for a super smash brothers movie. So it's like Marvel's Avengers. 
maybe I could maybe get into a Nintendo esque universe. Well, I mean, because you introduced Donkey Kong, and there's, so there's the whole storyline you could do with that. So obviously, they're probably thinking about making a spinoff of Donkey Kong. They introduced Diddy Kong. They introduced Cranky Kong. They introduced all the Kongs in that one scene alone. They introduced so many characters. So you have that. You have Kirby. You have Zelda. They have all these Star Fox. They have all these Nintendo characters that they can make epic movies out of. So I really hope they do. And I really hope it does lead to something epic like a Super Smash Brothers movie where they fight each other and then they realize they have to work together to defeat the hand. Because if you've ever played Super Smash Brothers, the main bad guy is a giant white glove. Come on. I mean, that would be so cool if they do that. that so that actually so really I epic. hope they do that. I hope Nintendo, if someone from Nintendo is listening, do that, please, for the fans. <laughs> um, so that was Super Smash Bros. But let's see. What's your rate? You seem to really like this movie much more than me. Uh, what's your rating out of six stars? I would give the Super Mario Brothers a movie a 5.5 stars out of six. It was very good. I think the only reason I don't give it a six is because I just think the pacing was just a tad bit fast. Just a tad. But everything else I enjoyed. I laughed. I just really enjoyed it. It made me feel like a kid again. And I think that was the point of this movie. There you go. As I said in our last episode, the point of the movie is to be entertained. So, yes, I was entertained. I wasn't checking my phone. I didn't even text during the movie this time. and. I still can't compare it to Dungeons and Dragons. I'm I think I will always be a little bit less interested in cartoons. I don't know what that's for, but I'm just not a big animated movie person. So I'm going to give it a 5. With that, I think we should move on. What's our next episode? Do we have a little break? Well, you have a little bit of a break. I may have a little bit of a break because I was just casting a show. So rehearsals for that start will have already started. So we'll see if I have time to go see movies. But if I do, Katie's going to have a little bit of a break because if you're following our list of movies, you'll notice that there's a little bit of a breather between Super Mario and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. So while that's going on, I'm going to plan on seeing three movies. Renfield, the new Nicolas Cage, where he, where he plays Dracula. The other two movies are TBD. They are to be determined. Thank you for listening, everybody. As always, please leave a review so people can find the show. Five-star review because, you know, we're awesome like that. Follow us on our social media platforms. And Katie, how would you like to end this episode of the Super Mario Brothers movie? Thanks for listening to Nady and Katie at the Movies. Feel free to leave us a review so people can find the show. Follow us on all our social media platforms. And if there's a movie that you want us to watch, feel free to contact us at nadyandkatie at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.